Jesus of God are for those who step in deep waters.
family how's everyone doing it's another beautiful evening that the lord has made that we should rejoice and be glad in it thank you sweet holy spirit All right, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. If you can hear me clearly, just type thank you, Jesus, and declare it with your mouth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I sound like I'm on radio station. Wow. That's awesome. 
Kole Makambre Hefiga Ladasis. Thank you, Jesus. It's a beautiful day that the Lord has made. It's a beautiful day the Lord has made. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you are not you are not saying it, you are not typing it. It's not just because it's not because you are looking for like and comment. There's no like and comment here. But just just tell them thank you. Be intentional about it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Father, tonight we thank you. We ask that as your word come, let light come, let life come. Lord, as your word come tonight, let light come and let life come. In the name of Jesus, we glorify your name. We glorify your name. In Jesus' powerful name, we pray. Amen and amen. Okay, very quick. It's been a long time I actually um, did teaching. It's been long, I thought. So let me teach, and I'll hand over to admin. John chapter 8, let's go from verse 1 to 11. John 8, 1 to 11. John 8, 1 to 11. Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. Mark that place. Jesus went to the mountain. He started by going to the mountain. And early in the morning, he came again into the temple and all the people came unto him and he sat down and taught them and the scribes and the pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery and when they had set her in the midst they said unto him master this woman was taken in adultery in the very act now moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned but what sayest thou this they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down with his finger and wrote on the ground, as though he had them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which had it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the elders, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman! Where are those thine accusers? Had no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. May God bless his word in our heart. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Now, one of the most interesting character of the Bible is Jesus. He is not just a character of the Bible. He is the Word himself. 
if you have not understood the role of the person of Jesus Christ to the body, to the church, to Christianity, to mankind, and in the world, Charlie, you are missing out. Most of us just know Jesus by name. Most of us just know Jesus by whatever we've heard. But what has been revealed to you is very important. You must know him for yourself. Who is Jesus? I think that's the thing I'm going to do next. Who is this Jesus? Who is this Jesus? Who is he? Who is he? Who is he? A lot of us don't know Jesus. A lot of us don't know Jesus. Please, I beg you, I beg you, get addicted and acquainted to your Bible. Get addicted and acquainted to your Bible. The Bible said, if you read the book of Matthew, the last chapter, going to the last three verses, said, all things has been given to him. All power has been given to him. So if everything is in the hand of Jesus, then we need to know him. That means we too, we are in his hands. Okay? We are in his hands. If we don't know him, we're going to miss out all of the things that he has in store for us. Okay. Somebody type, God is for me. 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 Yeah. God is for me. God is for me. The scripture we just read shows us that God can be for you. And that when God is for you, it matters less how many people are against you. The Bible stated a particular woman who was a sinner, like every one of us. She was a sinner and she was not caught by mistake. She was caught in the act of adultery. She did it. There were proofs. There were evidence on ground that this woman committed a crime that they brought her for. And there was a law on ground that whoever that commits such sin should be destroyed. And Jesus came telling the people, I did not come for destruction. I did not come for killing. I did not come for this and that. I came to make the life of humanity better. But then there were, there were two kind of fractions in the church, the Sadducees and the, and the Pharisees. But these two fractions who don't agree with each other now began to gang up together because they want to destroy Jesus. Let me say this to someone. Your enemies can decide to have a common ground just to make sure you go down. Your enemies, people who don't talk to themselves, can become friends just to disgrace you. If you want to see where people create unity, it's in the midst of enmity. When they want to destroy you, people who don't talk can become friends just to make sure that they bring you down. But you must understand, a lot of you, listen, I've seen these things again and again and again and again and again. I've seen it back to back. You must understand one thing. Who is on your side? That's number one thing you must understand. Who is on your side? The second thing that you must keep to heart, the second thing that you must keep to your spirit is kill them with results. Kill them repeatedly with results. While they keep fighting you, work hard, pray hard, fight hard. Let your result keep being glare. Let it glare on their face. Kill them with results. 
and understand who is behind you. You discover how easy life will become. You see all the challenges. Listen, don't make your enemies a topic. Don't make your problem a topic, number one. Number two, don't make your enemies a topic. Stop talking about them. Stop telling everybody. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Stop making your problem a topic. Stop making your enemies a topic. Act like they don't exist. If at all you want to talk to it, don't talk about it. Talk to your problem. Don't talk about your problem. Oh, things are hard. You could have just said, whatever that is hard, be destroyed right now. Oh, this person is fighting me. I don't know what I did. You could have also said that, Father, I decree everyone fighting me. Just like Ahitophel, let their counsel be turned to foolishness. I overturn their counsel. It shall not stand. It shall not come to pass. Don't talk about them. Talk to them. Whatever the challenge be, speak against it. Speak to it. Don't speak about it. Don't speak about it. Talking about it is going to get you emotional, make you say the things you wouldn't say, get you into depression, get you into an environment you shouldn't get yourself into. Don't talk about your problem or your enemies. Talk to them in the place of prayer and let God deal with it. So this woman, they caught her in the very heart. They brought her to Jesus just to set Jesus up. The woman was not the target. Jesus was the actual target. And what did he do? The Bible said he began to write on the ground without minding them. After they've talked and talked and they asked them a question. If you know you are without sin, throw the first stone. The Bible said from the highest to the least of them, drop their stone and they left. So now, the irony of the story. If you know that you've been guilty of what you are judging me of. So why are you judging me? That's human being for you. If you know you've been guilty of what you are judging me of, so why are you judging me? Why are you judging me? Why? Why? You see the way they brought the woman, the way Bible described they brought the woman with all boldness, with stones. These were elders in churches. But behind the scene, they are devils in church. And Jesus made statements and on the woman's favor and discharged her. And in the latter part of that scripture, Jesus said to the woman, Where are thine accusers? Had no man condemned thee? The woman said, No. Can I pray for someone tonight? Wherever you are under the sound of my voice, every challenge in your life, you will look for it. You won't find it anymore. You will look for it. It has disappeared. Where is your marital delay? Where is the poverty? Where is the lack? Where is the miscarriage? Where is the barrenness? You will find it. You won't see it anymore. Where is the sickness? You will find it. You won't see it anymore. I decree by the authority in the name of Jesus, every troubles of your life begin to melt like candle wax. Every trouble of your life begin to melt like candle wax. Every trouble of your life begin to melt like candle wax in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. And you see, you see the clear character of Jesus here. This is what Jesus represents. Okay? In case you don't know who Jesus is, anybody make you feel 
his God is wicked. No, 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 no. This is what Jesus represents. He said, neither do I condemn thee. It simply means I'm not your problem. People are your problem. I'm not your problem. But I'm against sin. God does not hate you. God hates sin. So if you sin, still God doesn't hate you, but he hates what you do. And anywhere sin says, there is a punishment that comes with it. So anybody being punished by sin is not being punished by God. Sin rather is punishing them for allowing themselves to be used by sin. God loves us. God is for us. Just like the case of this woman, he's on our side. He doesn't want us to be tormented and be manipulated and to be judged by people. Rather, he wants us to be celebrated. He wants us to have a better life. He wants us forgiving. He wants us to live in joy and in peace. God is for me. God is for me. And one thing we funny, we usually do is that we try to pair God with Satan. We try to pair God with Satan. Like, oh, um, um, Satan. We just match Satan with God. Then God will now conquer Satan. No, 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 no. In the order of creation, in the order of creation, there is a pattern that shows very clear in the Bible. The creation starts with God first, man, then angels. And Satan is in the class of angels. Satan is in the class of angels. So it is wrong for you to come and be trying to say the opposite of God is Satan. The opposite of God is God. Alright? Satan was is in the class. Don't forget, he was once an angel before he, be, he fell. The opposite of God is not Satan. God has no match. God has no meat. God has no match. The opposite of God is not Satan. God has no mate. God has no matching. It's matchless. I, I heard that word from Loyavulo, the matchless name of Jesus. That, that statement is very powerful. Very powerful. The matchless name of Jesus. Very powerful. All right. So, let's get that understanding. And let me add this. It's going to shock a lot of us now. Satan is not the enemy of God. Satan is not the enemy of God. I know a lot of us actually think, ah, the devil is God's enemy and this, 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 this. No. You are wrong. You are right, but you are wrong. Satan is not the enemy of God. The enemy of God is found in Romans chapter 8. Romans 8. Let's start from verse 1. Romans 8. Let's start from verse 1. Quick, 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 quick. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. So this scripture is talking about you now. Okay? It's talking about you. It's talking about you. That you are no more condemned because you are aware. 
in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh. See, but there's a condition. The condition is that you don't have to walk after the flesh. Don't fulfill the desires of the flesh if you don't want to be condemned. But after the spirit. For the law of the spirit in Christ had made me free from the law of sin and death. All right. Verse 3. Let's go. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the like of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Now let me give us a, a bit explanation of this verse 3. It said what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. Now, we just read John chapter 8. The law could not save that woman. In fact, the law said the woman should die because they quoted the law of Moses that according to the law of Moses, this woman is supposed to die. All right? The law could not save us. The law could not forgive us. The law could not redeem us. But Jesus came. He said, God sending his own son in the likeness of his sinful flesh for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. So Jesus came as man to change the whole system and redeem us from what the law and the rules of the world could not do. He said that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So he's saying the law also had a good, have a good part. That good part has been left for us who walk in the spirit. Okay, now for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. I told us last time, anytime you see the flesh in the Bible, it's not talking about literal skin. It's talking about a worldly lifestyle. It's talking about trying to please your body more than doing the things of the spirit. All right. Don't mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So what he's saying now is that you can't say you want to be spiritual and you are pressing your phone morning to night because there's nothing spiritual about your phone. You can't say you want to be spiritual and you are reading magazine and you are reading textbooks that have no spirituality. It says if you want to be spiritual, you have to mind. So which means it's a deliberate action. Listen to gospel song, listen to gospel messages, read gospel magazines and read your Bible, stay in a gospel environment. So it's a conscious decision to mind the flesh or the spirit. You don't expect to play worldly song and yet you want to hear God. And you don't expect to play Christian song and yet live in the flesh. Both of them doesn't work together. Alright. He said now, verse 5. Verse 5. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So, he said carnal mind would lead you to death. Carnal mind, okay, that's verse 6 now. Carnal mind will lead you to death. So, verse 7, this is where we now come to the question I asked earlier. Who is the enemy of God? He said now, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. Alright, so let's hold on. Verse 8, verse 8 now. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So, what is the enemy of God or who is the enemy of God? Carnal mind. Who is a carnal mind? Help me with carnal, um, verse 7 and 8. Imagine me saying carnal 7. Help me with 7 and 8 on a different version. 
TPT, NLT, NIV, I will love it. So we need to find out what it means to be carnal so that we don't become the enemy of God. So if you read through your Bible, you're not going to find a direct statement that said that the devil is the enemy of God. You're not going to find a direct statement that any other thing was stated as the enemy of God. But this carnal mind was directly stated that this is the enemy of God. So he said, those who live in the flesh, you can't please God. If you're always reading worldly books, you can't please God. You're always watching date rush, you can't please God. Listen, I'm not saying don't watch date rush if that's what you choose to view. But after you are done, do you go back to your Bible? After you are done, football, there's nothing spiritual about football. Football is just carnal. It's not sinful. It's not spiritual. Football is just carnal. After football, do you impute the same energy? If you see some youth, youth, lazy youth, if you see them quarreling and debating after, about football, you will be shocked who is paying them. If you see some lazy youth quarreling and debating about football, you'll be wondering who is paying them. When you are done watching the football, do you channel the same energy to the things of God? That is what God is angry with. We will spend 90 minutes to watch a football match. Have you ever prayed for 90 minutes? You quarreled about football. Have you ever debated the name of Jesus before in your life? All right, let's read NLT version. Say, for the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's law, and it will, and it never will. That's why those who are under the control of the sinful nature cannot please God. So this version called a carnal mind, a sinful nature. What is a sinful nature? A falling nature. A sinful nature is a falling nature. Now, he said this mind... They don't understand the things of the spirit. That is why somebody will come and ask you every time, prayer, 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 prayer. What are you praying? That is why you will speak in tongue. Somebody will come. Yama, 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 yama. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you even doing? That is a carnal mind. The things of the spirit does not make sense to them. And it will be impossible for them to understand it. Because it's a gift. You don't just understand the things of the Spirit if it is not given to you. And it's start by you receiving Jesus. Then you drop that carnality and allow the Spirit to take control. NIV said, the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. So you see the, what, what happened. It's not just, on, just there. It's hostile to God. It is fighting the things of God. Suddenly, somebody begin to complain that what is it everywhere? Church, 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 speaker here, speaker here, speaker here. Charlie, I understand them very well. I'm not in support of using sound system to disturb the whole environment and city. But now, the clubs, what are we doing about it? The drinking spots, what are we doing about it? You see, when Ghana people begin to talk, when they begin to talk, when they begin to react, you will realize if you are spiritual and sensitive, you will realize that there's a demon speaking through this person. You will realize. So he said the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. A carnal mind does not understand why you should pray. A carnal mind does not understand what are we discussing now? One Bible book. 
you carry one book and say, who oh, the book that white men brought to us and they came and they brought our father, they deceived our fathers, they took all our gold, they took everything and they gave them book. Now, are they using the book? They have changed. Can I mind? Can I mind? Can I mind? You carry yourself, you go to church doing vigil. Is it prayer that will make you rich? Prayer will not make you rich. God, can I mind? Can I mind? Can I mind? How do you carry your ten uh, percent? You go and pay in church in the name of tithe. Can I mind? They don't understand the things of God, so they they begin to fight it. He said, "Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You can't. There's no way your date rush you are watching can make God happy. There's no way Big Brother Africa you are watching can make God happy." There's no way watching reels and comedies on Facebook can make God happy. Shouldn't we do them? They are fine for entertainment. But when that takes your prayer time, then God becomes unhappy. When that stops you from not being able to read your Bible, you've offended God. Or is also NIV. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. For there's also some ESV. Okay, they are similar. So, let's understand how these things work. Okay? Let's understand how these things work. So, the enemy of God is a carnal mind. God hates carnality. God hates carnality. When spiritual things become heavy to you, you are becoming carnal. When spiritual things start becoming heavy for you to understand, start becoming difficult for you to receive, you are becoming carnal. Thank you, Grandpa Samson. In fact, the mindset focused on the flesh fights God's plan and refuse, refuses to submit to his direction because it cannot. For no matter how hard they try, God finds no pleasure with those who are controlled by the flesh. Thank you, sir. No matter how hard they try, God does not find pleasure. Listen, these are weightier matters that we should understand. While we are trusting God for, oh, I want my marriage to manifest. I want my car to manifest. I want my visa to manifest. Oh God, when will I get pregnant? Are you living carnal or you are living spiritual? Listen, everything we are asking from God are carnal things. House, house is carnal. House is not a sin. Neither is it righteousness. Is it good? Very good. They are all carnal things. So this scripture is pointing us back now to one fact. When you're following God, it's only because of what you need. God begins to get angry at your voice. When you're following God, it's all because of what you need. When you come to talk to God, God becomes angry at your voice. He doesn't even want to hear you. As you come in prayer, Father, I want a job. Father, I want marriage. Father, I want car. Father, oh, God, when? God, when? God, your voice start making God angry. How do you enter into God's presence? He said in Psalm 100 verse 4, he said, enter into his gate with thanksgiving and his court with praise. So the right way to come to God, no matter what you are going through, no matter what you are going through, is thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for life. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you enter with thanksgiving. After thanksgiving, you activate the blood for mercy. 
to activate the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. I receive cleansing. I receive purification. I receive cleansing. I receive purification. I receive cleansing. Then the third thing you should usually do in the place of prayer. We don't follow these precepts, but we just expect the next thing is to remind God of his promises to us. Remind God of his promises to us. By his word, according to your word, in the book of this and this, Lord, you said this, oh God, according to your word, in this, that, that, you said this, according to your word, that, 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 you said that, oh God, I believe in your word. Then you bring in your own request. When you are done, you close it with thanksgiving. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. That is how to pray. But what do we do? Oh, we are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you. That song didn't get to your heart. There's no gratitude in your heart. You know. That you are singing because it's religion. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. We are oh Father. Anybody fighting me? Da da. God said, eh, eh, Jamaica, check. Who is that person? Who, who is that person? Who is that? Oh, it's one of your child. Say that one. I'm, it's not. I'm not the father. I don't even know who that person is. Philippians four six. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Thank you for that scripture. So your request should come with thanksgiving. All right? With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Don't, God is not your enemy. Stop coming as if it's a fight. Stop coming as if it's a fight. Come with thanksgiving. Listen, if you are around me, you will lose count of how many times I say thank you, Jesus, every day. For no reason. Don't wait till something happens. Ah, is now I can thank God well. Hey, do you sure you know what you're doing? Are you sure? So, let us understand the kind of mind. Get me Philippians 4 verse 8. That was why Paul, I read that scripture earlier on Facebook Live. Paul gave us a prescription to fight carnality. Philippians 4 verse 8. If I can get that scripture, I would love it. So Paul now gave a closing remark to his preaching in that scripture. He said, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So Paul is saying that you can be wasting your mind every day. So let me ask every one of you now, what did you think about today? All through today, what were you thinking about? You will definitely think about what you did, what you watched, who you spoke to. So what did you think about today? Is it true? Because that was the first prescription there. Whatsoever things are true. Is that thing true? What is true? The word truth means it has to be gospel. All right? The word truth in the Bible is talking about the word. It's talking about the gospel. The thing you listen to, is it truth? Is it the gospel? Whatsoever things are honest, does it does can he, does he have honesty in it? Honesty towards the gospel. Whatsoever things are just. 
whatsoever things are pure. Is it pure? What have you been thinking about the whole day? What have you been thinking about the whole day? So these things bring us into the realm where we begin to operate as carnal people, despite we are now born again, speaking with tongues, and we begin to have problem in walking in the light of what God has prepared for us. God is for me. God is for me. Somebody declared one more time, say, God is for me. God is for me. Don't forget where we began from, how Jesus walked and spoke in the favor of the woman. I want us to pray in a moment. I want us to pray in a moment. Now, let us understand these three points as we get into prayer. Let's understand the three, three revelations, three understanding I picked out of that scripture. Number one, human hate we always attract divine help. Human hate attracts divine help. Human hate attracts divine help. Sometimes Sometimes when people begin to gang up against you, even if God was not interested to mind you, he begins to mind you because of that hatred. But do you know what we do? That we end up terminating God coming to rescue us is that we begin to tell everybody about what is going on. We begin to murmur about it. Yeah. We begin to tell everyone. We begin to murmur about it. I don't know what's going on. No, uh, this thing they are they are ganging up against me at work. They are talking. They are talking against me. My friend, it is part of your key to victory. It is part of your trophy to a testimony. Why are you complaining? Why are you complaining? Why are you complaining? Human hate. We always attract divine attention. Or divine help. Romans 8.31 Romans 8.31 Kadibala Namashatagasis After that, get me Genesis 29.31 What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? All right, I have a, I have the question for everyone. Everyone, I want you to answer me. Don't post my next scripture yet. Everyone, answer this question in this scripture. If God be for you, who can be against you? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. If God be for you, who can be against you? Okay, somebody say everyone. Okay. Everybody is saying nobody. Nobody. You. Now, I have the second question for you. 
Do you believe that God is on your side? How many of you believe God is on your side? Do you believe God is on your side? So why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? Why are you not sure? Why don't you believe that God can bless you? Why don't you believe that God is even hearing your prayer? Even if you are asking somebody now, a lady, a lady listening to me today, you ask God, do you, do you still hear me? Are you sure you are still even hearing me? Are you still answering my prayer? Today, today, you ask that question. Are you sure you are still hearing my prayer? Are you sure you are still answering me? So if actually you have understanding, as I told us, go back to your Bible. When you understand the things God has prepared for you, Charlie, you're going to live differently and your testimonies will be different every day. If God be for us, who can be against us? So God is not just with us. He is for us. He is for us. Somebody say, God is for me. Human hate will attract divine attention. Sometimes God will not do certain things in your life until certain people begin to fight you. Tell me my second scripture. Genesis 29:31. Now look at this. When the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. So this scripture is talking about Rachel and Leah. We know the story. Jacob came to serve Laban to marry Rachel for seven years. And the father deceived and gave um, Leah to him. And when he realized he wasn't Leah, he had to serve another seven years, 14 years, to marry two wives. Hey, what a wife. 14 years, two women. Bosu. Okay, that's by the way. And... He got married to them. Now, because he didn't come for Leah, because he didn't like Leah, he chose Richard. He hated Leah from that day. He hated Leah from that day. When they share money, they will give Leah one CD, give Richard 50 CDs. If they do this, so from that day, he disliked the person of Leah. But what did God how did God respond to it? Genesis 31, verse 29, verse 31. God replied by giving her a testimony. God replied by giving her a testimony. That was the response of God. When the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb. When the Lord saw she was hated. God did not see her prayer. God did not see her fasting. God just saw the hatred. And listen, what makes you win your battle in this realm when you are hated is when you are not seeing anything. Okay, 
Thank you, Jesus. So, you realize that her hatred brought her miracle, not even her prayer. So, those people who are hating you, those people who are gossiping you, the moment you begin to talk about it, you will kill what God wants to come and do with it. Yeah, that is the irony. Somebody just hated you. Somebody uh, began to accuse you at work. And God wanted to use that thing to glorify his name. The moment you begin to talk about it, the moment you begin to complain, you begin to fight back. You lose what God wants to do by himself. You lose what God wants to do by himself. Listen, listen, listen. When you don't react to the fight of your enemies, they will suddenly begin to fight themselves. When you don't react to the fight of your enemies, they will suddenly begin to fight themselves. Yeah, you must understand that it's not every battle you react to. You must understand that it is not every battle you react to. I've said to us again and again, when people know something, they will fight it, they will stop it, they will spoil it. What they don't know, what they don't know, they will lie about it or accuse you. But if they know, if your helpers know where, if your enemies know where your help, your help is going to come from tomorrow, they will go and stop it this night. As they don't know, if they see you tomorrow that you are blessed, they will say, ah, don't mind them. They are now sleeping with men to get money. Don't mind them. They have gone to do juju. Don't mind them. They've gone to do that. Listen, the testimony is this. God is for me. Somebody say, God is for me. That is a testimony. God is for me. You must understand. Never attack people who haven't done you any wrong. Anybody who have not done any wrong thing to you, please never attack them. Never attack them. And from the scripture we read, Jesus showed us something. That a person's error does not define the totality of a person. Alright? Jesus showed us that the, your error does not define your totality of who you are. He told the woman, has any man condemned you? Say, no, say, me too. I haven't. Your mistake does not define who, everything about you. But go and sin no more. Christ was specific. Go, I've released you. But don't go and continue your old ways. Don't go and continue your old ways. There are people that always want to amplify your error and downgrade or downplay your effort. Don't hang around them. Just watch. Just watch. Number two thing I learned from there is that Jesus was a person of the mountain. Jesus was a man of the mountain. Luke 8.1, the Bible said he came from the mountain. Luke 18 verse 1, Jesus gave a parable. He said, man ought always to pray. When Bible talk about mountain, He's not talking about a hill that you have to climb. On this context, he's talking about prayer life. He was always going there to pray. 
he was always going there to pray. First Thessalonians 5 verse 7, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. So he had a culture, he had a lifestyle of prayer. Be a mountain person. If you want to live right, you want to do things the way Jesus did it, be a person of the mountain. Prayer is work. Re-prayer takes time. Re-prayer. Prayer is work. Anybody that tell you prayer is not work has not prayed. Re-prayer is work. Do you know what it means to pray for 14 hours, 7 hours, 8 hours? Re-prayer is work. Re-prayer is work. A life of prayer sees things as God sees it. The moment you begin to live a life of prayer, you will begin to see things the way God sees. God will take out his eyes, put in your eyes, take his ears, put in your ears, take his tongue, put in your tongue. So you become you, a, a, a talker, a hearer, and a seer in the dimensions that God will see it. A life of prayer makes you tolerate people's excesses and imperfection. A life of prayer makes you to be able to tolerate people's excesses and imperfection. Anybody you see that prays a lot and they can't tolerate people, they are being religious, they are not praying. Anybody you see that prays a lot and they cannot tolerate people, they are being religious. Prayer makes you to be able to tolerate people's excesses and imperfection. It shows you how unholy you and unworthy you are. Shows you your nakedness. That is just God's mercy that is keeping you. That is what it shows you. So you'll be able to handle people's excesses. Somebody comes and tells you, ah, this is the sin I committed. You can smile and look at them and say it is well. But a natural man cannot do that. I pray that the Lord will awaken our life of prayer. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord give us the light of prayer. A fire to pray. In the name of Jesus. The life of prayer would help us breathe intimacy with God. And when that happens, everything becomes easy. Number three thing I pick from that scripture is that when your conscience dies, everything dies. When your conscience dies, everything dies. So these men that brought the woman to Jesus, they were not innocent, but they were ready to see the woman stoned to death. Hmm? Stone the dead to death. Conscience. Conscience is the moral sense of right or wrongs in everybody. Conscience is the moral sense of right or wrong in everybody, be it a believer or non-believer. Your conscience will tell you whether you are right or wrong. Hola, Barada, Shata, Sibis.
Kola Baragashadasis. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When conscience dies, everything about your life will die. When your conscience dies, everything about your life will die. Thank you, Lord. I said to us, the moment a person's conscience dies, everything dies. All the brother, 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 they forget about it. Conscience keeps you conscious. Conscience keeps you conscious. Paul stated that there are a set of people that their heart has been seared with iron. So this set of people, their conscience has died. You will see somebody yesterday who when they drink alcohol, they can cry for two days to ask God for mercy. But the person is not drinking alcohol, speaking in tongues, and moving on with their life. Something is wrong somewhere. Something is wrong somewhere. Get me First Kings. Let's turn to some scriptures and let's pray. First Kings 2.44. First Kings 2.44. First Kings 2.44. Act 24, verse 16. First King two forty four, Act, Act. So the king said, Moreover, to Shimei, thou knowest all the wickedness which are, which time, thy heart is privy to, which thy heart is privy to, and that thou didst to David my father. Therefore, the Lord shall return the wickedness upon thy own head. So you could see Solomon recalling how this man's heart have been blocked over the family and now the judgment is coming upon the man act 24 16 and herein do i exercise myself to have always conscience void of offense toward god and men so your conscience should not have offense inside your conscience should not carry offense because you won't be able to assist god when Paul's nephew. It's a different verse. A different verse. Okay, let's take one one last scripture. Romans nine verse one. Okay, Romans nine one. Romans thirteen verse five. These are my two last scriptures, and let's pray. Romans chapter one verse five. Romans chapter two, chapter thirteen verse five. Sorry, Romans nine verse one. Romans thirteen and verse five. Your conscience, your conscience.
Keep your conscience alive. Keep your conscience alive. Is your moral gauge to know right and wrong. Wherefore, ye must need to be subject, not only for rot, but also for conscience sake. For the sake of your conscience, there are things you should not be able to do. Not because you can't do those things, but for conscience sake. I say the truth in Christ, I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost walks and speaks through your conscience. Now, if your conscience is dead, how can you communicate with the Holy Ghost? Hmm? If your conscience is dead, how should the Holy Spirit help you? You can plot evil behind people. Get me first first Timothy. First Timothy 4, verse 2. First Timothy 4, verse 2. That's the last scripture I will pray. People, and you realize that you you do things without conscience. I was talking with my wife the other day. We bought meat pie. We were traveling to Accra. Bought meat pie. There was no meat or pie inside. There was no meat, and that was their pie inside. It was one full hole that looked like over overhead bridge. That was a big hole. No sausage, no meat, no pie. Somebody bought air grow in Nigeria. Air grow. Those of you that know air grow. Air grow is like ball float. But in Nigeria, they do it. They put egg inside. And it's not the same with, um, what is it called? Ball float. It's a bit different, okay? Somebody bought ball floats, and do you know what was inside? Somebody bought the egg root. All inside was garden egg. I'm sure everybody here knows garden egg. It's garden egg, not blended one. They put a full garden egg inside as egg. So they will tell you egg is egg. Egg, row, garden egg. It's only garden that's inside the egg. Egg, egg. What happens? Their conscience have been seared with iron. Their conscience. What is what is wrong with them is not to know. When you can do anything to make money, you don't care who you are hurting. Your conscience. Your conscience. Look at this scripture. First Timothy four verse two. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Hey, Paul said these people, eh, when they want to lie, they they are their lie is a capital lie. In hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with iron. So when they want to lie, they don't care. Nothing. They have no emotions. They have no feeling. People will say that when people are lying, they cannot look at your face. Somebody whose conscience is seared with iron, when they are lying, they will look at your eye. Wunderbamba are seared with conscience. Okay. They will look at your eyes. People whose heart been, they will look at your eyes and they will tell you I didn't do it. And you, the way they are so bold, you will decide to agree with them. Okay, let's agree that they didn't do it. He said their heart has been seared with iron. Their heart has been seared. When you are willing to hurt people, you don't care what will come out. You don't care what the outcome will be. Your heart has been seared with iron. When you are willing to betray people, when you are willing to lie against people, 
You know that this thing will lead to the person's dismissal. You know that this thing will lead to the person's death. You know that this thing will lead to the person's being sacked from work or suspended. You are not interested. All you know is that you get the benefits you want to get. There are most of you listening to me now. You are working in an office. If something goes wrong, you don't mind pushing it to your colleague and escape so that when they trace it, they will trace your colleague to it. So your colleague can be the one that will go through the punishment. Let's say you work where they use laptop. And all of you use the same laptop or something or printer. Your own spoil, you can push it to your colleague's desk. Or something spoils, you can push it there and leave it. So when they come and check, ah, you'll be quiet. You'll be quiet. Like you didn't know what is happening. Your conscience. Do you still have conscience? The day God is going to judge you is your conscience that will begin to speak. Because God already gave you a gauge to be able to align between right and wrong. Right and wrong. This thing is right. This thing is wrong. Your conscience. This thing is good. This thing is bad. Your conscience. So we're going to pray tonight. We're going to pray tonight that the Lord would work on our conscience. Alright? Now, how how do you... How, listen, like I said earlier, your conscience makes you conscious. When conscience dies, everything dies. Why did Gehazi go to collect the money of Neman? Conscience. Why did Judas sell Jesus? Conscience. Peter that denied Jesus, why did he come back? Conscience. Conscience. A good conscience make you, when people hurt you, you remember how they have been good to you before. Ah, this one there, he did this for me years ago. Okay. Um, we will manage to forgive. A bad conscience will make you forget even those that helped you. Somebody helped you through school. Now, you are a young lady. You are saying that you can't marry the guy. He's not your type. He's not your uh, whatsoever. No conscience. No conscience. No conscience. Conscience seared with iron. How to have a living conscience? How do you have a living conscience for you not to kill it? Number one, apply the blood of Jesus on your conscience. Apply the blood. How do you apply the blood? Speak the blood. Father, by your blood, wash my heart. Father, by your blood, cleanse my heart. Father, by your blood, wash my heart. Father, by your blood, cleanse my heart. Father, by your blood, you wash yourself continually clean by the blood. If you read Help me with um, Hebrews 13, 18, right? Yeah, Hebrews 13. Okay, Hebrews 9, 14 first. Get me Hebrews 9, verse 14. Hebrews 9 and verse 14. Paul was talking, he said, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered him, himself without spot to God, purge your conscience, from dead works to serve the living God. So how do you purge your conscience? The blood. Father, I decree the blood. I decree the blood. I cleanse my conscience. I cleanse my conscience from every corruption, from every contamination. It is very important. Number two, live a life of prayer. Live a life of prayer. You want to have a living conscience? Live a prayerful life. Hebrews 13 verse 18 now. I think this... Hebrews 13, 15. 
as the upon a Pray for us, for we trust we have a good conscience and are willing to live honestly. So Paul said, pray for us concerning our conscience. We don't want to begin to rob the church. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for us. Kalaman Shapaladaya. Legede Barada Shata Brada. Konde Prekete. Zukete Pelekete Belete. Zikete Breketeya. O Kambalada. Zekeli Breketoya. Elike Preketesh Katapalada. Le Prekesuta La Kapalika. Asikete Pereto Shapaladashas. My father. My father. My father. My father. Everyone will pray right now that my father, as I begin to pray, as I begin to pray, as I begin to pray, purify my conscience by your blood. Oh God, purify my conscience by your blood. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me. Most of you, you have blocked your conscience. Right now, you are willing to do anything. Listen, as much as I love, I love money. I do, I do. But if I see money that will take me to hell, I'm not interested. If I see money that will make me not to please God, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Your conscience has to be alive enough for you to know what to say yes and what to say no to. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray, purify my conscience, Lord, by the authority of the blood. Purify my conscience, Lord. Purify my conscience, Lord. Purify my conscience, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Cleanse my conscience in your mercy, Lord. Cleanse my conscience in your mercy, Lord. Conscience to tell you that this cloth you wear is too skimpy or is fine. You talk to somebody in a harsh way, your conscience to tell you that ah, what you said you were too harsh now. Why are you not calm? For once your conscience is dead, once is dead, you will do despicable things and you will not think twice. You will do despicable things, you will not, you won't even you won't flinch, you won't flinch, you won't flinch. I read the story I on news this morning. That a three years old baby was beheaded at Sege. Three years old baby was beheaded. Who could take a baby cut off the head? Conscienceless human being. 
for whatever reason it would be. If that is what I need to make money, may I not make money? If cutting a baby's head is what I need to make money, may I not make money? If cutting a baby's head is what I need to become great, it will forget greatness. But there are people whose conscience are dead. It is dead. I've heard of stories where pregnant women have been caught open alive. They are not dead. A woman is alive. They tear her stomach open with, with sword and cutlass. Remove the baby, pieces the baby right. People are wicked. Dead conscience. You've not seen people. Dead conscience. Somebody pray for yourself right now. You don't know what you can do. Listen, you don't know what is trapped inside your heart until God leaves you. Huh? You don't know what is trapped inside your heart. You don't know. You don't know what you can do. Oh, most of you don't know how much you can womanize. You don't know how much you can manize. Is there anything like that? I don't know. You don't know how much men you can sleep with. You don't know how much you can steal. You don't know how much you can lie. But until God leaves your heart, then you will see the real wickedness trapped up in you. That the only thing keeping you is that you are a Christian. That's the only thing keeping you. You don't know how many people you can kill today because they offended you. You don't know how many people you can betray. You don't know. You don't know. It's, it is in you. It's trapped up there. So we don't allow the Holy Ghost to cleanse you, purify you again and again and again and again. One day it will come out and you'll be wondering, how did I do this? So if you have done this, you're asking yourself, how did I do this? Is this me that did this thing? God, forgive me. How did I is trapped up inside you is inside is inside is inside is inside oh god purify our conscience oh god purify our conscience oh god purify our conscience Oh God, my Father. Oh God, my Father. Oh God, my Father. Rabatata. Liga de Beragatosha. Purify my conscience, Lord. Purify my conscience, Lord. Purify my conscience, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. From whatever that is not pleasing to you. From whatever that will not make you happy. Clean it out of my heart, O oh God. Clean it out of my heart, O oh God. Clean it out of my heart, O oh God. Clean it, O oh God. Keleman Shapala, Katipa Latoya, Iketebe, Urakasate, Melika Namanche, Rokoso, Ile Ketebe, O Kapalata, Esi Ketebeletoya, Atibrikose, Belende Ketebeligrahasis. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the Lord cleanse our hearts. I pray that the Lord would purify us. I pray that the Lord will purify us from every ungodliness enshrined in us, from every negative character that does not look like Jesus that have been trapped in us. Father, show us mercy. Cleanse us, O God. Cleanse us, O God. In the name of Jesus. One more prayer. In Luke 8 verse 1, he said Jesus was coming down from the mountain. I told us that speaks of a prayer life. A prayer life. Lord, set my prayer life on fire afresh. 
Lord, set my prayer life on fire fresh. Oh God, set my prayer life on fire fresh. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray, oh God, set my prayer life on fire fresh. Oh God, set my prayer life on light fresh. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. My prayer fire, contact the fire of the Holy Ghost. My prayer life, contact the fire of the Holy Ghost. Contact the fire. Ati baraka. My prayer life, my prayer altar, receive fire now. Recharge, be recharged, be recharged. My prayer altar, be recharged. My prayer altar, receive life. My prayer altar, receive life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Call them and answer Oh God, baptize me with the prayer fire. Oh God, baptize me with the prayer fire. Oh God, baptize me with the prayer fire. I receive the fire to pray. 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 Oh God, help me. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. The prayer fire, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.
when the people came to accuse Je- accuse the lady before Jesus, they were excited. But suddenly the battle changed. Suddenly the story changed. Suddenly the attack changed. Oh God, my Father, as I begin to pray, turn the counsel of my enemies into foolishness. That is the prayer. Oh God, there were a group of them, just for one woman. Turn the counsel of my enemies into foolishness. Let's pray that prayer right now. Oh God, my Father, as I begin to pray, Oh God of the Father, as I begin to pray, as I begin to pray, as I begin to pray, oh God, my Father, as I begin to pray, Katabarasata, Kelebonso, Kelebrekateya, oh Kappa, every gang up of the enemies against me, turn their counsel to foolishness, turn their counsel to foolishness, turn their counsel to foolishness, turn their counsel to foolishness. Turn it, Lord. Turn it, Lord. Turn it, Lord. Turn their counsel Lord, to foolishness. Turn their meeting to foolishness. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus.
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Kola That woman did not just go home. She left there justified. That woman did not go just go home. She left there victorious. That woman did not just go home. She left there with another chance, with a second chance. She left there. Most of you are late, so you don't even understand what we are talking about. 
You came late. We're talking about the Romans, the woman in John chapter 8 that was caught in the act of adultery, that the Pharisees wanted Jesus to stone to death. But Jesus brought the woman back to life by his wisdom and by mercy. So there are some of us listening right now. There are some of us listening right now. The enemies have waited. The enemies are waiting for everything possible to happen in your life. The enemies have waited. The enemies are waiting for everything possible to happen. But mercy said, no, I'm not going to let you go. And I'm not going to let you sleep away. The power of mercy cannot be underplayed. The power of mercy. The power of mercy. Pray for everyone listening to me that mercy will speak for you. That mercy will speak for you. I pray that mercy will speak for you. If you're under the sound of my voice and you would want to give your life to Christ, you would want to rededicate your life to Christ, I would love you to join me share this prayer. That woman was able to receive from Jesus because her life was yielded to Jesus. That woman was able to receive from Jesus because she chose a choice of surrender. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come be my Lord and my personal Savior. Say from today, I denounce Satan. I denounce carnality. I denounce the works of the flesh. I embrace Jesus and the works of the Spirit. Say, Lord, I believe that you died and you rose from dead on the third day because of me. Say, Father, I surrender my life to you. Use me, Lord, for your glory. Say, from today, I receive empowerment of the Spirit for my Christian journey. Say, I receive empowerment of the Spirit. I receive empowerment of the Spirit. I receive empowerment of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will rekindle your fire. I pray that the Lord will charge you up. The Lord will build you up in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Your Christian life is going to become more serious after today. Your Christian life is going to become more committed after today. Your Christian life is going to become on fire like never before after today. In the name of Jesus, oh Father, we give you praise. So God of Allah, that shut the God Jesus. Keleban to Gabraha, said the Lagos. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to take one more prayer. And we're asking God to give us victory. Just like he gave to this woman. Lord, give us victory on every side. Give us victory. May we always win. Every battle. May we always win. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. As I pray now, Lord, give me victory on every side. Say, Father, give me victory on every side. I will not lose battles. I will always win. I will always win. 
in the name of Jesus, go ahead and pray. I will not lose. I will always win. I will not lose. Lord, give me victory. Victory, Lord. Victory, Lord. Victory, Lord. I will not lose battles. I will always win. I will not lose battles. I will always win. Give us victory, Lord. Give us victory, Lord. Give us victory, Lord. Alimanta baladaya. Ilibraketuya. Total victory. Every battle that comes our way. Total victory, Lord. Total victory, Lord. Total victory, Lord. Yanimanta. Kolebarasukatabaha. Iganamantu gadiva gadashis. Oh, gaga. Liga de beresoton de legadisha balatis. Kaliman doko balarasi pratasiva lanashis. Give us victory, Lord. 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 Olamande Gadisha Palatayas. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. The Lord will give you victory on every side. And have you been to Jesus for the cleansing flow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, make our journey stronger. 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 Let our faith in you come alive again. Don't forget everything we said tonight. If you forget everything, remember one thing. That God is for you. God is not against you. God is for you. God is for you. Kalaman Shabaladasis. Kilaramon Shabasis. God is for me. Nobody can take God away. You can take other people, you can change their mind. But you see God then, you can't take God away from me. You can't change God's mind. You can't, you can't, you can't. You can buy everybody, bribe everybody against me. But you see God, you can't bribe him. You can't buy him. You can't. Father, we love you. If you are sick, Place your hand on any part of that body for me. If you are sick, place your hand on any part of that body for me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the truth of your word. And I ask right now, let there be an outpour of your spirit upon that person. Let there be an outpour. Let there be an outpour. 
Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Rebecca Colley, do you know somebody called Stevie? Rebecca, who is Steven? Mrs. Ika, pray for two persons and let's close. I want I came to teach tonight, but I'm just led that you should pray for two persons. Tonight has been long I thought. I promise after competing online I will do teaching for two weeks stretch. But um I just decided to come on. Listen to me, young lady. Um, help, help yourself get on fire. I don't know the kind of relationship, the kind of friend Stephen is. I don't know what kind of friend he is. But um, I saw on a long run that this friendship didn't bring benefit because of certain excesses. I saw you bow your head, all right? I saw you bow your head, like bowing your head speaks of shame. I saw you bow your head and there was blood all over your hand, all over your, your feet and the floor. There was blood just dripping and you bowed your head crying 
in pain. Um, stay very close to God. Stay very close to God. Stay very close to God. And tell that person called Stephen, he should stay to God so that he wouldn't do what he's not supposed to do. So that God can help both help of you. I pray for divine help. Divine help. Supernatural help. In the name of Jesus. Supernatural help. And the mercy of God speak. Let there be help in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. All right, that means two persons. Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. I'm grateful. Everyone, help me celebrate Papa for that awesome teaching. Help me celebrate Grace. We celebrate you, sir. We love you dearly, sir. All right. Sister Elom, how are you, ma? Oh, Dalira All right, I want you to set out time and pray. You are praying about two things. You are praying about lust and you are praying about your health. I saw what, when Papa said I should pray for somebody, you made a comment and I saw that you were looking for something valuable that was missing. You just kept looking for something. You were desperately looking for it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But I pray for you tonight, hiding under the grace of my father, Pastor Norbert Freeman, that any property of yours that is hidden in darkness, anything of yours that the devil has stolen from you, one, it is returned in Jesus' name, and two, the light of God shines in every darkness every stronghold of darkness over your life and destiny the light of god shines there the light of god shines there that's okadibara shalibarakate the light of god shines the light of god shines anything of yours that has been stolen from you i pray that it is returned back to you that the god of my father restores you in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any item of yours that was taken from you and it's been, has been placed on an, a witchcraft altar, 
that you are looking for it. You are looking for this thing. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit. The thing looks like a document. It's like a document. It's like a document. I pray for you that the light of God will shine. And any item of yours that is on any wrong altar, it catches fire, it is released to you. It catches fire, it is released to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ibaradoski de Bashata Lebrede Kasula Rapa. Brother Matthias, today when he entered the pod bin, I heard the Holy Spirit ask me, tell me to ask you, how are you, sir? I don't understand it myself. Yawakama. How are you, sir? How are you, brother Matthias? How are you? Praise God. First thing is, sir, please stay connected. Stay connected. Try and join prayer as many times as you can. And stay connected in your seats and offering. Stay connected in your seats and offering. Sir, please, is there anything you want me to agree with you in prayer? Is there anything you would like me to agree with you in prayer? Kindly put, put it over. Just if you can write it, just type it for me and I will agree with you in prayer. Patience Laye, are you Linda Laye's sister? Patience Laye, are you Linda Laye's sister? Okay, okay. Okay, okay. That's fine, ma. You seem new on the page. Brother Matthias, I'm waiting for your comment. My time is it's barely three minutes or two minutes more, and the pod bean session will be over, sir. Fresh grace to pray. Papa has already prayed, made us pray about it. I believe you were online. We prayed for the prayer fire. And I pray for you that the prayer fire that is upon God's servant, Pastor Nobet Freeman, that fire rests upon you. The desire, the burning desire to pray, may it rest upon you. In the name of Jesus. Uh, Brother Matthias, this thing is already there. I'm seeing you having sleepless nights. And you're on your bed wondering why you cannot sleep. But it's an angel that is standing there that is demanding prayer from you. An angel comes to you in the night, waiting to carry your prayer. But you'll be tossing and turning on the bed wondering why you cannot pray. 
it's already there the fire for to pray is already there all you need is one sensitivity and two making conscious efforts yes the angel is standing beside your bed sir please what you ask for you already have it what you need now is one the discipline and then the sensitivity in the spirits to stand to to pray that is all you need that is all you need so just make that conscious effort to do it all right papa said to people thank you papa for the opportunity i pray for everyone hiding under the grace of my father pastor Norbert freeman may god visit you tonight may god visit you tonight in the name of jesus Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. I'm most grateful, sir. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Rebecca, call it. Be very careful, okay? Be careful and stay very close to God. Like I just said earlier, I won't go into details. I pray for everyone listening to me. The Lord keep you. The Lord bless you. May the Lord cause his face to shine on you. The Lord be merciful to you. The Lord be gracious to you. May the God of Israel do wonders in your life. You will be celebrated. You will be honored. In Jesus' name, I call it down. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All right. I'm going to close here. I'm going to close here. And we will continue on Friday. Friday will prophesy. Patience, there's someone that connects to someone who bears the name Paul. Patience with the light. I want to close. Let me not go into this thing. I decree. Okay, I'm done praying. My time is already out. We'll meet on Friday in the morning by 8 a.m in the evening by 8 p.m. Your weeks are blessed and favored. God bless you everyone. Good night and bye-bye.